Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On the Bubble. Welcome back to On the Bubble. Today is a very exciting day. This is technically episode two uh, that we'll be putting out. Uh, you'll see in a few minutes, we're going to have a wonderful interview with Nick Lorenzen. Uh, who I'll introduce, but first, Calvin was not be able to be there for the interview. So, Calvin, what are your thoughts on Air Force, the team that we'll be discussing today? I find their program very interesting. Although they seek success on the basketball court, they're more concerned with becoming second lieutenants in the Air Force. So, that that being said, they they uh they they didn't finish too well this year i think they finished second to last in the mountain west conference but uh like i said i just have the utmost respect for them because they ultimately are going on to serve the the country's military so how can you hate them absolutely so calvin you have high regards on the school will regards in the program let's hear what nick has today nick has to say thank you all right, I am with Nick Lorenzen, a mid-major expert and college journalist with an impressive resume. Nick, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate you guys bringing me on here. Yeah, of course. And so to start off, tell me a little bit about yourself and who you've worked for thus far in your career. All right, yeah. So I always talk about this story kind of coming up. Uh, high school, middle school, I ran all these Instagram pages and I happened to run for one for UMBC who ended up being Virginia first 16 over one and UMBC didn't have an Instagram. So everyone just came to my page. I gained like 10,000 followers overnight. Stephen Curry tagged me ESPN AP. It was all this cool stuff. And they asked uh, for my name for the Instagram name. I gave them my Instagram name, but I said, you have to give me an internship for that. So I got an internship out of that. I say that pretty much set me up for college at South Carolina. And since I've been here, I've been writing. I've been trying to grow, writing for Mid-Major Madness. I just started a transfer portal thing where I've been reaching out to a couple guys, a couple of the top Mid-Major guys, try to get that ready. I write for the academies. I write mostly about Navy football. And then I'm also their head college basketball, baseball, and men's lacrosse guys. So I got a lot of stuff on my plate. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And so uh, what year are you? I'm a sophomore. You're a sophomore? Damn, you got a lot going on. Yeah, I just and, think it's great, though. So. <laughs> uh, of course, but I, I expect those opportunities will grow as you as you keep doing your getting your work in throughout college. And before this, you mentioned uh, the Pirates were one of your favorite baseball teams. With a little bit disappointing, but what other teams are you a fan of? Yeah, the Pirates are, I mean, I'm too deep into them. It kind of sucks. But being from Baltimore, I go to a lot of O's games. I'm a huge Steeler fan, which I grew up in Baltimore. So I always I always got razzed on growing up. I think it built me up a lot. And those are really the main three. I, I say I'm a Penguins fan, but then I also really don't watch the game. So I don't go out and, like, advertise I'm a Penguins fan. But my whole year is pretty much baseball and college basketball. Just goes in a full circle. They end at the perfect time. Great. Thank you. And uh, so I saw you recently went to the NCAA tournament. Um, what were you writing for for that? And was that your first time going? 
Um, I was writing for Mid-Major Madness. That was the first time I've ever gone to write about it. But every time it's in Pittsburgh, my family, we always buy tickets. And my grandfather, he worked at Duquesne for 40 years. So they give him a little like discount and they get all the Duquesne people right there on the floor. So it's always been super cool. But this was the first time I've ever covered a tournament. And I wrote about all the mid-majors. It was Loyola played against Ohio State. Uh, Drew Valentine, great guy. He, he complimented my question. That made my whole month. I went to like 40 games and stuff. Or in March, it was far too much. But I went to 40 games. And then I saw Delaware get blown out by Villanova. Uh, Houston beat UAB. And Chad Nugal almost beat uh illinois which was really heartbreaking because i've been covering chad Nugal all year and i went to go see them play in charleston took the two-hour trip but it was really fun i i sat up really high i was in the hockey press box i'm not a big fan of heights but it was it was an experience and i hope to be able to do it a quite a couple more times in my future great and i'm, I'm happy you met uh, you mentioned chad Nugal. they've always been my betting darling for the last year or two so i have, I have very close ties with them uh, what, is the, what is your favorite conversation that you've had so far with uh, an athlete or a coach so far in your experience? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know if that's actually one I've ever even thought of, but I'm going to think of one that's probably at the top of my mind because right now he's in the transfer portal. His name's Norshad O'Meara. He was at Arkansas State. He was the first ever player from Nicaragua to play D1 basketball with a scholarship. And I got to tell his story. He didn't start playing basketball until 16. He was kind of just like brought, like they saw him on the street. They're like, you should play basketball, play basketball for a year. And then he had some guys, Wesley uh, Savory, I think his last name is, because I'm just, I'm talking to him. I'm trying to set up all this transfer portal stuff. And they're like, you're getting reached out by like Kentucky and all this stuff. So it's really cool because I watched him through high school. He went to Miami prep and their head coach, Pelin Alvarez, he's, a wizard he gets all these international guys and he just turns them into something special like kj moore from umbc went there jj reddick went there um but i got to tell that story it was just super cool because i watched him in high school he put up like 30 points and 20 rebounds i want to say against img and he was not heavily recruited and then he ended up i think it was something insane within two years at arkansas state he put up like 42 double doubles and it's just been really cool to see that kid grow and be able to tell that story about someone from a small country never playing basketball until the latter half of his high school career and then just flourishing he's still growing and so i'm sure as as you've carefully uh covered closely sorry closely covered this player um you might not you might know where he might be heading do you have any ideas of the the team say he's looking at yeah i have a list i'll pull up the list but um i'm planning on talking to his agent tomorrow writing a little article about it it looks like kentucky is really heavy on him they had uh i don't know if this is the same for all of his uh recruiting visits all of his uh zooms or whatever but the yankees just went on a walk off um <laughs> let's go it was let's a go thank you by i don't know but um let me see. It was Donald. Don, is Donaldson on the Yankees? Yep. Yeah, it was First Josh year. Donaldson. Oh, and let's then, go. Uh, what, a, what a welcome to the Bronx. <laughs> uh, they had his 
high school head coach on there, but I'm not sure if he was on all these Zooms, but it was pretty, I mean, they brought out the stops room, but Kentucky, they sent a list. Arkansas was on the list twice. So I'm assuming that Arkansas reached out twice. Oklahoma State's probably reached out twice, but I'm going to get more information on that tomorrow. It's definitely sounding like he's going to go to a really big school because I've had, I've had a coach in my DM, a coach or two in my DMs talk about how he's not happy that his school wasn't on the list and they're a mid-major and they reached out to him. This is the second time they've tried to bring him into their program. So, Awesome. Well, sounds like a guy. I'll be keeping an eye on him. Um, so this is our Air Force episode. And I'll start off. Uh, it doesn't sound like you've really had that much of a, an affiliation with Air Force, despite uh, writing for their, was it SB Nation? Yep. SB Nation uh, website. So how did you get involved with Air Force? So I, I was writing for Mid-Major Manus for about two years, and the old editor there, Russ Steinberg, he sent me this long message. He's like, uh, Mitch, who used to write for Mid-Major Madness, is looking for some people to write. It would be a paid position. I mean, I know you're from Maryland, so you could go to Navy or whatever. I'd reach out to him and try to do that. So I went and I did that, and I just worked on Navy football over uh, the fall. I was pretty much just brought on to be a basketball writer, but I got that down too. So I ended up covering Air Force, Army, and Navy basketball. I didn't get to see an Air Force game in person, but I watched them quite a couple times this year. And I, I like what I like the young nucleus they have. So hopefully Joe Scott can bring them back to the tournament. I want to say brought them in 2004 was probably the last time, but he has them in the right trajectory. The record doesn't look like it, but I like what they're building there. Great. And so I took a look at their Ken Palm page and uh, to be honest, I didn't see much good. I haven't, I have personally haven't watched Air Force over the past few years, I want to say. Um, but I did see that there are four freshmen who played big minutes. They're one of the least experienced teams um, last year, at least. So who among those freshmen stand out to you? So um, the last couple of years, AJ Walker, going up into this year and it's it was even like the first half of the year aj walker has been their every everything guy and then these freshmen just stepped up i didn't really expect these freshmen to come out like this but i'm trying to pull up real quick i know ethan taylor i believe he was the first player in air force history to get a triple double um yeah and then you also had uh Lucas Mormon, he got he was the final freshman of the year in the, the Mountain West, and then Jake Heidbrenner. But Ethan Taylor, I mean, if Air Force basketball's been around forever, the academies have been in basketball forever, but they they haven't won, of course. But he's the first one to ever get a triple double, and that's pretty impressive. But just they're they're not really an offensive team. They're all built around defense. They're super slow. So if you grind if they're able to grind out their opponents. They did it against Utah State at the end of December. Pretty much knocked them off of the bubble. Uh, if they can grind you out, they're going to beat you. Yeah, and I see they are. They play at one of the slowest tempos. So they're like, I, I guess a comparison, an easy comparison would be like a traditional Virginia team, slow. And then if they have the defense going, that's how that's how they'll beat you. Yeah, yeah. They got you have to play a defensive game. They have to play a defensive game because they're not really going to put up that many points. A.J. Walker, 
even though I said like he kind of got away from the do it all role, he's still every game he'd score double digit points. And if he's not drop, if he wasn't dropping 20 or 30 points, it was eh. and then they also had Joe Octave who was behind him, who's in the transfer portal. He put his name in the transfer portal. That's going to be another big loss. So they're going to have to find somewhere to pick up this offense for the next year because you know the defense is going to be there with the Joe Scott team. Mm-hmm. And as I'm looking right now, uh, one actually one thing that does stand out on the Kempom page for me, Jay Kidebrother, um ranks 61st in the country inside the arc. Um, at, he hits 64%. Uh, two-point field goal percentage. Um, is there anything there? He, 180 pounds. Is he a, he's a guard, I'm assuming. Actually, it seems like he's played forward, small forward mostly. Um, what do you know about him? Is he a guy that could take a step forward? Yeah, I, I actually didn't know that. Seth. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's a pretty shifty guy. I, I always think of him. He doesn't really have a chin. But, I mean, he started every game as a freshman, so that's pretty impressive. And uh, what he also he, – he, um, he's 67th in the country in effective field goal, 57 in true shooting. Maybe it's most – well, it's not, it's not just the two-point stuff. I mean, he's shooting 38% from three, so he's doing everything for them. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, is this – obviously, we, we've talked about the inexperience of this team. Is this a team that uses the transfer portal at all? Um, could they make a could they make a big name acquisition, or is do they just pull from the as much recruiting as they can? Yeah, I don't think the academies can do the transfer portal. Don't like mark my word on that, but I don't think they can. A lot oh, of oh, they can't stuff, do it at all. Yeah, I don't think so. A lot of their stuff usually comes. They get people to come to their prep system, so they have like an Air Force prep, an Army prep, a Navy prep. And they'll just grow those guys from there. They'll have them a year and they'll pull them right up into the big squad. So I don't think they can do the transfer portal, but they're going to have to pick up someone here late because first of all, not many people ever leave the academies, but they had Joe Octave leave and that's a big loss. Him and AJ and they're going to have to, they're going to have to get someone here late. Sure. Thank you. And so Joe Scott head coach, and he is in his second stint with Air Force. Um, uh, he's been, it seems like he's been in the college basketball game for a while. Is there anything that stands out about him as a coach? Yeah, I mean, he does a lot of his stuff. Because of that slower style, he's a Princeton guy. He was the head coach at Princeton. He was an assistant at Princeton. He's from Jersey. He went to Princeton. So he is all built on that Pete Carroll Princeton style offense where they do a lot of cutting. That, and I mean, he's a great talker. He's a great guy to listen to speak. So he's done it before with Air Force. In his first stint, it was either a tournament or two. He went to, in, yeah, 2004, they went to tournament. And they won the regular season title. I think I saw a stat earlier this year. Less than half of the Mountain West schools, it's either six or seven now because Boise didn't have one have won a regular season title and Air Force was one of the first ones because the Mountain West is a fairly new uh, conference breaking off from the WAC. So he's done it before. He's built up that program before, and I could see him doing it again. They're on the right trajectory, like I said earlier. Do you think they could do? he could do that with this core, whether that's this year or a year or two in advance? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be small steps. They finished in 11th this year. 
if he can get him up to the seven, eight spot the year after, or, and then, I mean, if you get him a buy in the tournament in their senior year, I, I don't know if these guys are going to have an extra year because of COVID, but if you get them in a buy in the senior year, they could do something special. I mean, they're, they're military men. So they've, they have long days. They know how to fight through all this adversity. So three days and three games with three days is absolutely nothing. Though. And you, you mentioned the, the COVID eligibility. I wonder for these, the air force army Navy, do you know if that exists among these programs? Yeah, I believe the only places where they don't allow it are Ivy and Patriot League schools. That well, okay. and then the Army and Navy are Patriot League schools. So I think Air Force does allow that. AJ Walker may have been an example. Um, look at that real quick. No, he wasn't an example, but I don't they must not because if he would probably be around another year if that is eligible. Interesting. Alrighty. So I guess to, to, to sum it all up, uh, Air Force has not been good. They haven't had a winning season since 2013. Um, what, what have the prevailing storylines been over, over the last decade? Do, do you know of any, any specific players or coaches that in, in the recent Air Force history that have stood out? Yeah, just got uh, he's uh he's built up that program back up. I I can't think of anyone off the top of my head who I don't know if anyone's been to the NBA in recent times out of Air Force, but Joe Scott means a lot when a program brings someone back who's made a stint there before. They have the faith in him to do something. So he's kind of really important in that program. Greg Popovic, Greg Popovic's an alum. He played there back in his day, I don't know, what somewhere 80s, maybe. 60s 70s 80s he played there that's probably their biggest alum awesome well nick that's all that, that's all the questions that i had appreciate you hopping on um any any final thoughts on the on air force or, or anything else uh, i just want to see them finish if they finish above 10th next year it will be a success amazing and final question uh currently when we're recording this we're in the second round of the masters tournament who do you have to win <laughs> I'm not that big of a golf guy. Uh, everyone's going to say Tiger. Of course. Uh, everyone's going to say that. Uh, I can't think of that one guy's name. The, he's a younger guy. All the Barstool guys love him. But Sung J.M., he had a good start. I kind of like that right there. I mean, a little sleeper there in the field. Um, maybe give me like a Scotty Scheffler or Patrick mm. Cantley. Yeah, and Scott. Then, I know Scotty's been hot, but... Awesome. I'll, I'll keep you. I'll keep you for the. I'll keep you for the college basketball. I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, Nick, thank you for hopping on, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you.